This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Oh, I see the finger tapping. This. What do you think? I see your fingers are tapping. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody. We are here today to eat and drink our way around San Diego, and we're going to be talking food in real time with Edwin Riel of the most delicious food group on Facebook called Eating and Drinking in San Diego. Welcome, Edwin. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. Of course. Yeah, how have you been? I've been good. Good. Summer started. Summer started. There's good food to be had. Yeah. Yeah, it's really the good. The weather's perfect. The weather's perfect. Time to be eating more food. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking more drinks. Dad bod. Really strong. good, really good. Edwin, take me back. When did you think we first met? Because in this whole... Um, I think it was about 2008. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Is that when Maybe you... even earlier. Earlier. Yeah, I had my pastry shop, mm-hmm. and so we used to do catering. Yeah. And that's when I first signed up with uh, an account with you guys over oh in Mission God. Hills. Yeah, and that is so a long time ago. that must have been about 2005. Yeah, that is really good, Edwin. Yeah. Well, let's start back. Like, are you from San Diego? Tell us a little bit about your background, how you started the pastries, then we'll get to where you are now. So, um, I was... Born in Manila, okay. uh, but I lived in Canada for f- mm-hmm. several years, and then I came here, uh, grew up here basically, and then um, some sometime after high school, I went to uh, live in France for a mm-hmm. little bit, and I saw the great cheeses and breads Did you, and desserts. You just, wow. uh, and worse is that I was not rich on you know being a high school kid <laughs> you, you know like, there's no money to be had right um, so I scraped by eating relatively good cheese and i was like this is fantastic this is cool and then um i come home and then you know a couple of years later you basically opened up shop yeah. and raw um what's his name over at bread and see charles at bread and see yeah and i always thought those two were like a godsend for me coming home from mm-hmm. europe and then all of a sudden this is in my sphere again yeah and so i always had that the dual you know, Venissimo and uh, yeah, bread and bread and pastry and, and pastries. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I worked in insurance for uh, a good portion of my life. Yeah, and then um, one day it was Bastille Day, and so I knew it was That's a sign. Crazy. My mom comes up and says, uh, calls me up at work and says, "Hey, are you interested in you know getting into pastries?" That's crazy. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? And she goes, mm-hmm. "My friend is selling a pastry shop just open, and he's got tendonitis." That is a sign. And so that's like we want to say that's density. That's destiny. That's destiny. (laughs) And so I um, go and visit this place. I fall in love with it. I cash out everything and I buy this business cash. Oh my gosh. And so I ran it for like five years. And it's in Otai. It was in Otai. I remember visiting you there. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. And And five years you did that. Five years. And, you know, we. um, Well, what was your favorite part about that? Like was it the the breads or was it the the baking itself or that yeah. got old real mm-hmm. quick real quick you know? yeah interesting your hours are sure are crazy um, my favorite part actually was being a shopkeeper mm-hmm. and so it was about being a part of the community bringing in jazz from local musicians bringing in um, politicians so they could talk to the people in the community yeah and I wanted to be that old school shop owner that you mm-hmm. see in England and you see in France and yeah you know, where people that, coming in saying hey Edwin how right. are you today and you're like hi Joan how are you today <laughs> and you know you know I've seen these kids 
you know, in five years, you see them from sure. being five years old to being 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each year you're giving them, you know, strawberries and then they want cakes and then they want, you know. <laughs> and it, then they want foie gras. What yeah, happened? Yeah. Right? Um, so that's kind of, uh, yeah, that was my favorite part of it is uh, oh, nice. the, the idea of being a part of a community. Yeah. Being the part of the community yeah. and bringing people together. And your personality for talking to all the people that obviously shines through and that's what you loved. Yeah, yeah I'm a social person mm-hmm. by nature. Um, and so I left the baking to the people who are better bakers. <laughs> sure. You know, um, I got into baking because it was technical. I mm-hmm. was a, I was a, an IT professional. Yeah. And so if someone told me, oh, there's a French restaurant, I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But because baking is such a technical skill, yeah. I thought it could transfer my skill set over. Interesting. And so I did it, and it was an experience, and yeah. um, I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, some of my best friends are still people that I met through the shop. Yeah. And and gosh, the stuff you learned, like you said, I mean, in doing that, there's a note to people that maybe are thinking, oh, I would love to have a bakery or a um, patisserie or something, to, to know the realities of doing that business. The hours, the earliness, you know, the, that technical side of things. It's interesting, right? I had never worked in a restaurant before. Crazy. And then, and yep, I'll just open it. <laughs> I'll just open it. And so, like, what you don't realize is um, the busiest days are the days that you want off. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Yeah. Father's Day. Christmas. Sure. Thanksgiving. Evenings. Evenings. Mm-hmm. Saturdays and Sundays. Right. And those are when you're, you know, yeah. probably the most profitable. Sure. And so, for five years, I was celebrating on... February yeah. 12th. <laughs> exactly. This is my Valentine's. Yeah. My Christmas will be the 28th. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, my son is out there uh, being producer. Um, we actually awesome. – um, the it was almost the last two years before we closed. Um, I had – you know, we, we didn't have – we didn't get to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we decided, um, his mom and I, was we weren't going to find out what gender he was. Going to be a surprise. It was our thing. Mm-hmm, you know, it was mm-hmm. our Christmas present yeah. to each other. Aww. You know, so we never knew. Our parents, like, gave us a lot of grief over that. Like, we just <laughs> want to buy blue or pink. That's all. Just tell Just us. buy green. Buy yellow. <laughs> exactly. You know? It'll be fine. He'll <laughs> be fine. And so um, it was one of those uh, great surprises, like, opening up. Yeah. And I mean, that's one baby. of the biggest surprises, yeah. right? <laughs> what do we got? It's yeah. a boy. And that's when uh, the tears, you Sure, know. sure. So really, really spectacular. How old is he now? He's now 10. So now 10. So he's been through a lot of this with you in this adventure. Yeah. And, yeah. I, um, after the bakery closed, I, mm-hmm. you know, there was, so, there was two years from the time he was born to the time we closed that I didn't really get to spend time with him. Yeah. So um, instead of taking another insurance job right after closing, mm-hmm. I decided, you know what, I'm going to take like eight months off mm-hmm. and, you know, watch him grow, raise yeah. him. How super. Go to Mystic Mocha every morning and, oh, you know, yeah. get familiar with the neighborhood. Priceless, yeah. like they say. And now him and I have a pretty incredible bond. Yeah. And I think he's going to grow up to be a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. and He's I got think- a good uh, role model. Uh, yeah, his mom is great. <laughs> I, I think you probably play a part of it. <laughs> you know, we all do. I mean, yeah, like, you know, I, I go to bars and restaurants with him, yeah. you know, during off hours. And they all know him. And, sure. you know, I know he's going to have a job in the restaurant industry at some point. <laughs> some washing way. dishes. Yeah. You know, I 
I wouldn't wish it upon him to be in the yeah. kitchen in the back of the line, you know, back of the house, uh, just because I know how hard what it is. What it is, yeah, yeah. Sure, so you've seen it. It'd be great if he did something like washing dishes for you know for for uh, high school. Money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So take us. You t- took the time off, so you got to spend time with Felix. Then what spurred this eating and drinking in San Diego, and how did you really start that? Because this truly is. This is a, a private group on Facebook that's dedicated. To, you're, you're just sharing everything about food, you know, in San Diego from high end, low end, middle end, here, there, everywhere. It's real interesting. So tell us how that kind of seed got planted in your brain and how you kind of started that. So um, when when I was doing my pastry shop, I learned a lot about marketing because mm-hmm. you have to be yourself, you know, yeah. you're, you're doing it all. You're the best promoter <laughs> of your business. Sure. You know, and so I learned a lot about, you know, how to market, how to email, how to do all this. Um, I dated a food writer for a little bit, and I realized what that entailed. Mm -hmm. You know, that she was trying to do it right, but there were so many other people out there that weren't doing it right that would base uh, a review on a one-time thing based on two dishes, and they're either going to kill or praise this person, good or bad. Sure. And how is that fair? And how is it fair when a a, a restaurant – gets uh, slammed on a you know on a review when they first open yeah. i mean there's all these things that i personally saw that i wasn't pleased with in, yeah. in san diego for food writing and food reporting that's so interesting and mm-hmm. so part of what i wanted to do was um take what i knew was right mm-hmm. and my love of small businesses more than food food mm-hmm. is important to me but it's i saw how suffering how much suffering you go through as a small business owner. Sure. And I wanted to kind of change the dynamic of how people discussed food mm-hmm. and talked about food. And so you see a lot of the things that I champion on EDSD um, is about, you know, people don't that don't have a marketing budget. Sure. You know, it's a little hole in the wall in City Heights that does good food, consistent food. Yeah really affordable that you can go to a few times a week if you mm-hmm. really wanted to. Right. And, you know... You're giving them a forum to showcase, you know, their stuff, right? And, I mean, and you're they don't sharing their it. information, right? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, they don't know it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I go into a lot of places with my hat, sweats, and I don't want to introduce myself as anybody. Yeah. You know, because I want the experience to be authentic and real. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if you, you know, go in and, you know, you want to be treated special, you shouldn't be in this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's harder and harder because people are... In the group, because when I started the group, part of it was as a um, rebuttal against Yelp. Yeah, interesting. You know? mm-hmm. And so I wanted a duality where there was, um, you know, I was telling someone earlier out there how it's great when, you know, because it's so industry heavy, mm-hmm. if you go on there and you, you know, slam a restaurant, you don't know if the next person that's going to reply to you is the owner, and that makes it self-policing. Yeah, sure. You know? And mm-hmm. if you have a bad experience and you don't do something about it, in the point at the point of sale at the restaurant, why are you going to come onto this page and, and just bleh, it, right? Exactly, and throw out the venom. <laughs> right, so mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's a couple of things that I've been yeah. trying to influence in my own way on this platform is I want people to stop talking about the best. The best is so subjective mm-hmm. and so 
um, sure. unrealistic. Yeah. If you say the best, it becomes something where it's defensive, it's tribal, it's all these things that cause people to not And then be talk. against. If right. they're the best, then who's the worst? And then it's, Or, yeah. no, mm-hmm. mine is the best. Exactly. Right? So what if does you, best mean? What does the best mm-hmm. mean? Right, right. That's what I always ask. Yeah. Well, what do you consider the best? Right. You know? Yeah. And so what I started doing on EDSD was trying to tell people that what is your favorite. Mm-hmm. So now it becomes a dialogue. Yeah. And ultimately, I want dialogue, you know. And I've got to say that's what's so awesome about that group is that it's a discussion. Yeah. You know, and, and anyone can discuss from the business owner to just anyone that just happened to, to be there to, to, to conversing with you and your experience there. Um, and that's really that's really awesome. So it's if, a true, if someone yeah. comes onto this page and says, oh, Venissimo's cheese is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go on there and go, hey, you know what? We're making 6% on each of these, you know, each transaction. Sure. Is it really expensive? Yeah. You know, we're not Have making, the discussion. Right. Have the mm-hmm. discussion. And people then realize, I shouldn't really talk about things yeah. that I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And, I always say that I'm a recovering hater. And <laughs> you that, were a hater? Were you really? Yeah, I was. you think? <laughs> and, um, recovering, and, and, and it comes it, out. Yeah, it comes out. Were you a hater before you had your shop? And then did that show you that different perspective, you think? Um, yes. Maybe. I, yes, being on the other side of the equation. Yeah, on the mm-hmm. other side of the counter. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know that every transaction yeah. is a way to make things better or worse yeah. as, a, as a shop owner, as an mm-hmm. operator. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hating kind of dissipated at that point because yeah. I realized, oh my goodness, I could lose my business if I don't, you know, if I don't act right, right all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned to do was only hate what I knew, mm-hmm. meaning that I don't want to talk you know, smack about something yeah. when in reality, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But it's okay to talk smack if you do know something about it. Exactly. And know? to pose a question, why is this happening? Or why? you've done that a number of times, yeah. you know, with just different questions. to, to And then it, it, it gets people to discuss it. And I, you'll hear different stories of why something might be, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I do believe that I, like I, that. Um, I don't – as many people that are on the group, I'm sure a lot of people – don't like me, you know. Interesting, and yeah. Because I am opinionated, and I mm-hmm. do have a you know some very strong things to say sometimes. <laughs> sure. Um, but ultimately, I think what I'm trying to do is um, keep pushing San Diego forward when it comes to food. Because mm-hmm. um, in San Diego, I think part of the reason why we don't have a national um, reputation of being a food mm-hmm. town is look at the writers that are here. Look at the you know, look how people are talking about it in um, in publications on blogs. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's great food in San Diego with great chefs. I think and super great, right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does how how do you um, get to a level without those people being pushed up? Yeah, you know, and they have to be held accountable and they have to be critical. Mm-hmm. And it's not just this kumbaya and everyone is just kind of circle jerking about how this is great and how that is great, but there's really no criticism, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we have to be critical yeah. of what's good and what's bad. Right. You know? And it, talk about why why that is. Yeah. yeah. Which is really great. And how often mm-hmm. do you hear in San Diego, oh, we don't have this and we don't have that, but hell, we have the best beer in town. Yeah. In the country. Mm-hmm. You know, Super. we mm-hmm. have some of the best produce and we have some of the best seafood. We yeah. have things here we should be celebrating. Sure. And instead we're saying, oh, we don't have the Chinese food that New York does. And we don't have, you know. Just the- don't know where to look for them or find right. them, right? Because they are here. 
And I feel that that's what you champion is some of those things that everyone knows about the big name restaurants in town. Those get written about and promoted all the time, right? Because of the marketing yeah, budget. Exactly, which you know? goes back to that. Yeah. But to be the small um, pho shop, you know, uh, City Heights that is fabulous, but they don't have the time, the resources to promote. But then something like this can, can promote that and bring it out. Yeah. Ultimately, it's a, it's about like uncovering things. Like every week, I find things in the threads on yeah. on EDSD that you know leave me going. I've lived here for fifteen years, and I've never I didn't even uh, you know, know this. Yeah, years. I've lived here for thirty <laughs> years, and I don't even know. Sure, that I this even exists. Know that it exists. So, how does that happen? How do you are you constantly finding the next thing because you'll read something that someone might post, or how are you finding all these places? Um, so, I am really mm-hmm. active on the threads, just okay. looking for people acting up, people saying rude stuff. And in that process, I see things. I see food and I Mm -hmm. see people. Or I will, you know, I've created a series of polls that then turned into a series of maps that I will eventually launch somewhere. Oh, nice. I voted on some of the polls. Right. (laughs) I I saw. But, you know, it's like I want to say, okay, what are the best – what are your favorite places in North Park and South Park? sure. And then all of a sudden, all these places. And Mm -hmm. I know those places are going to, you know, run the gamut. Um, But then I go, what are the – you know, what are your favorite places in Solana Beach? Yeah. And I don't know anything about North County. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so I start getting things like that. Or what are your favorite places in um, uh, Convoy? And there's so much rich food on Convoy that I Mm -hmm. go to five places – so yeah. I use my own page to get, yeah. you know, insight recommendations, insight. Recommendations. Yeah, no, that's and, really it. Yeah. Feeds itself, totally. if we may say, any <laughs> eating in an way. way. <laughs> exactly. Have you heard of any good cheese shops in San Diego? Uh, there's this place called <laughs> Venice. <laughs> Have you heard of it? <laughs> Shoo! I'm glad. <laughs> I've been I've been a long time fan, as you know. Yeah, um, oh, just no, because. Appreciate it. Um, cheese is something that is. So awesome, and that's it's probably the reason why I can never be vegan is because I love cheese like yeah. i could I could go days without eating meat yeah. um but butter and cheese Ugh, are good two, butter right it's Ugh. it's like makes everything better mm-hmm. yeah, and so those two things help yeah. me. Stay on the uh, stay, stay on this side, <laughs> um, but I you know I, I I do think eating well yeah. is important. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, people will meet me for the first time and say, "How the hell are you not five hundred pounds? I see what you exactly. Eat, that's it. You know, mm-hmm. but what people don't realize is I'm trying to do portion control. <laughs> right. you know? I really am just tasting all of yeah. this, and yeah, <laughs> and I would be five hundred pounds if I yeah. didn't. Uh, you know, if I if I didn't have a filter and if I didn't have some right. kind of self discipline, um, <laughs> and it's really hard because some foods oh. are really good. Yeah, really good, right? And there's so much of it, and so there's many, and so, so so much, so little time and space, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the way I see it. Yeah, so much good stuff. Oh, I'm glad you answered the 500 pound question though, because that was one that I was wondering myself. It's like I see them, and it's just it's just great. Yeah, just really great. Um, what do you think about some of the trend stuff? Like, I know you sometimes talk about trends and, you know, we've got the scared, gluten-free everything, um, organic everything. Do you talk more trends or more just places and things? I, I try not to follow trends mm-hmm. in that, you know, they, it, it is what it is. People yeah. 
need something to latch onto. Mm-hmm. Um, what I try to do is just look for good quality yeah. uh, values, and value doesn't mean cheap. It sure. means if I pay for something, it's exactly what. It should be. Mm-hmm. So I could have a great one hundred dollar steak at Cowboy yeah, Star, right? Um, but in its own way, it's a value, mm-hmm. you know, because I know I'm going to get great service. I yeah. know I'm going to be the ambiance and totally. Sure. And so you know, people people think, oh, I go to Cowboy Star, it's expensive, blah blah blah. But it's not, you know. You know what? It, what is expensive when you go to a mm-hmm. restaurant and you have such a crappy experience? The waiter sucks. The food's cold mm-hmm. and Whatever you spent, either $5 or $55, that food yeah. is not a value because you didn't have a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think – I find that – I feel that there's so much – those are some big elements of a success of any restaurant. The food, of course, being really good. Um, that ambiance, right? Um, and then that experience, like you said. Yeah. Um, what is it? The Quattro Milpas in Barrio. Absolutely. I mean – there's no ambiance there, but there really is ambiance there in a different way. <laughs> it's a tort- you're, you're eating inside of a tortilla factory. Exactly, right? Yeah. And and that's just so crazy, and that's awesome, delicious, you know, Mexican food. Um, as opposed to, say, like a, a Rom- Romanesco? Romesco. Yeah. Romesco. I say it wrong every time. You know, a whole different experience, great food, whatever. Um, but both you would find valuable yeah. in both of those, something value in both. Today is Tuesday. They yeah. have a... Uh, Half off all appetizers and oh, tapas God. today. So Wait, who does? Uh, Romesco. Oh my, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> go. That's another one. Do you know all the best like happy hours, best specials like that? Tuesdays this day, Wednesdays this day. I try. I try yeah. to keep up on it, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not ever going to be the king of happy hour or any yeah. king of appetizers. Um, <laughs> but I, I do like try to keep a mental note, and um, I try try to yeah. at least. If someone, because everyone asks, you know, part of the reason why I did start this group also is I was being con- a concierge for everybody that I, <laughs> I knew. I believe it. Could, give me your favorite this. <laughs> yeah. Tell me your favorite that. And so I just lead people to my page now. Go yes. join this. I'll, you know, you can That's find really... whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and Facebook has helped in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because there's this whole idea of people asking the same questions over and over and over again. So what I've led people to do is use the search function. It's there for a reason. That's you know. great. And you can really seek out then everything yeah. from in that, all the threads that you're talking about. You want to find out Convoy, everything about Convoy, type in Convoy, see what you get. It, it all mm-hmm. shows up. It's all, nice. it's all logged. Yeah. And so that's, it, it's helped in that way. And that was probably about six months after I started the group, that yeah. function started. And it was miraculous for me. Because, Super. You, know, you it, yourself, I'm sure you've got archives of information. Because when did the group start? Uh, January 2015. 15. So, I mean, you've got so much, you've got so much information in there. Encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the good things about eating and drinking in San Diego mm-hmm. is the fact that it's, all San Diegans mostly. Yeah. yeah. You know? Okay, good. You're finding that. Yeah. Well, Most people that join. It's not that really I'm are. finding that. Mm-hmm. I'm curating that. I'm, I'm You're... approving everybody that goes in there. Okay. Yep. And one of the main components or checkoffs is lives in San Diego. Perfect. You know? And so. so they're eating, breathing, drinking right. here. If yeah. it says uh, born in San Diego or I don't know, like from San Diego, I do a cursory thing to see yeah. if they're still here. Uh-huh. Because – like I said, the thing is called food in real time. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? Yeah. I don't want some person who was here 15 years ago talking about food today because they have no clue. That's what Yelp could be for, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so I want someone who actually mm-hmm. has been – is here, eating here, drinking here, yeah. talking about the food that's here currently. Sure. 
Yeah, nice. No, that's super. Totally. Totally awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you, can you share any of your like newest favorite finds? Like, have you explored? I mean, I know you, you, you've gone out of, say, downtown San Diego up to North County, you know, South County. Any favorite find that just really jumps out at you? Um, or I probably go to Ming Key. Ming Key. Where is Ming Key? So it's on Menlo and mm-hmm. El Cajon Boulevard. Okay. I love Chinese and I love chicken, like uh, noodle soups. Ooh. And it's probably my favorite. It's over pho, over ramen. Okay. Are these egg noodle soups. Oh, gosh. And so I've been hitting that place once <laughs> or twice a week for the last year. Yeah. And it does not hurt that I live around the corner. Oh, or, handy. <laughs> yeah, Wednesdays are the Probably the darkest days of my week is because they're closed on Wednesdays. <laughs> and so I have to plan Could you buy two on Tuesday and then <laughs> uh, I would be lying if I said I haven't done that. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Um, okay, so an egg noodle soup. So that's different because the ramen trend is of course everywhere, crazy everywhere. Yeah. Ramen, 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 fa fa fa. Yeah. So new egg noodle soup. At Ming Key. Yep. Uh, Ooh, we're gonna have to check that out. Menlo and El Cajon okay. Boulevard and City Heights Talmadge. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows, uh, in the group that I have favorites such as the Balboa, uh, for hamburgers. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I love, um, Grand Old Barbecue and I love Biga. Oh, yeah, um, delish. Yesterday I had a pretty awesome, um, Loco Moco at Chris's Ono Grind. Um, Ooh. and so <laughs> this is, this is how my uh, content is created on yeah. that page. So we are at Chris Ono Grinds, my mm-hmm. son and I. We're having lunch. Um, and then I go, hey, I just saw Christiana over at Nomad. Let me go say hi to her. And so I go next door. And you got to go. Yeah. You know, I go mm-hmm. next door to uh, see her mm-hmm. and there's donuts there. And, and she, you got to you know, have one. I got to have some donuts. <laughs> and so as I'm, uh, you know, uh, as I get home, I have an idea. It's called Neighbors. What are your what businesses next door to each other are your favorites? And ah, then it creates all this yeah. content. The conversation. The conversation. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. that's how content is created in my head. Ah. And I see content everywhere I look. And so, you know, yeah. it's it's I I can't Constantly. say I can't say I'm like a creative person. I just like Observant. observant. I was yeah. saying, you're a very observant person, obviously. Yeah. And are you doing all this kind of on the fly? You must be on your phone like all the time. Like you're answering questions, approving people for the group, talking about your new find, right? Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> um, so a couple, couple of like a year into this thing, I had to turn off my notifications on my phone. Oh, I believe it. Because yeah. I'd wake up with like 250 notifications and it would give me agita every morning. Oh my gosh. And so I said, I'm not going to do this. And worst of all, like you're doing this and tick, 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 tick. You hear it all night. So yeah. I had to can- I had to first silence my phone. So, right. And then turn off notifications <laughs> on Facebook. And then now it's manageable. I wake up in the morning, look at it, make sure there's yeah. no, you know. There's no drama going on and I'm like being tagged 15 times and reported posts and right. all of this. But ultimately, um, I am one of probably one of the biggest users of uh, high-speed internet data on, <laughs> uh, on T-Mobile's network. I was going to say, who's the network? Are you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you must be slowing mine down. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably am. Last month, I did 60 gigabytes of data. Oh, my <laughs> Gosh, seriously? Do they do they get mad at you? <laughs> uh, they it's called uh, instead of mad they they call it throttling. Throttling, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been throttled. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I'm I'm on there. I use it like yeah. when I'm at a 
uh, coffee shop working. Instead mm-hmm. of using their Wi-Fi, I just use my phone yeah. as a tether, mm-hmm. and so I I do use a lot of data. Yeah, and just to be able to share, yeah, all that information. That's really really awesome. What do you think? I just had one thought. Um, food trucks. Why do you think those haven't taken off here? Somebody had asked that the other day. I'm like, I'm going to ask Edwin. Do you ever do you go to many of them that are around? And you just don't see it anymore. I not here. I think food trucks are not. A couple of years ago, um, the, I don't know who did it. It might have been the California Restaurant Association. Mm-hmm. They started cracking down yeah. um, on food trucks and passed city uh, regulations to kind of mm-hmm. help combat that. That's a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're seeing another one where uh, pop-ups are being oh, yeah. um, kind of tamped down. Are they getting squished? Yeah, uh-huh. over in breweries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I firmly believe that's part of it. Uh, another part of it is the fact that some of our food trucks are just not good. There's probably about five or five to ten food trucks that I would actually eat at. That really like. Because there is a difference between a food truck and a roach coach, right? <laughs> you know, Remember what? that term? <laughs> I, I kind of love roach coaches because, you know, like I – in high school, I worked at a factory mm-hmm. and – you know, and you would go down to the to There's the coach, nothing right? like a $3 burrito at yeah. the 9 o'clock break. I mean, right? let's, let's nope. not yeah, be yeah, pretentious yeah. about anything. Yeah. There's um, one I love, Edwin. It's I don't know the name of it. It's at, like on Broadway and maybe 15th, 16th. Yes. I love that. The tacos yeah. there. Uh, I wish I, I knew the, the name. name. It's a Marisco's truck, to... right? I, oh, it is. Yeah. I think so. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> are, you, are you guys... Um, still living downtown? Yep, live downtown. So it's, you know, it's fun to see, you know, everything that's happening. On the food scene, though, it's funny and it's sad how many come and go. Right. You know, you've got the ones that are just in and they're successful from the gate. And then there's some that come in and you just have such high hopes and then away they go. I know in and then out, in and out. It's really tough downtown, you know? I don't know what and why. I find it weird and mysterious that like three three restaurants that started pre- uh, 2008, mm-hmm. when the recession hit in East Village, mm-hmm. are three of the most successful restaurants in East Village, right? You have Cowboy Star, you uh-huh. have uh, Cafe Chloe, Chloe yeah. and you have Neighborhood. Neighborhood, yeah. Right? And those All three going. Mm-hmm. are st- – Neighborhood just celebrated, I think, 10 years I think year? so, yeah. You know, they, they had mm-hmm. that party last uh, – on the 17th. Um, but people are like, oh, East Village is, you know, is, is not great. And that's where we are and I want it to be great. And yeah. I think it's – I think it's mm-hmm. getting there. I mean yeah. – there's there's really good restaurants in in East Village, mm-hmm. um, and I think those three are three of the best restaurants yeah. in town in the city. Yeah, yeah, and they were trendsetters because they came in when that area was even worse, scarier kind of than it is now. And so it's really great to see them still continue their success, especially You're Cowboy right. Star yeah. because now they're getting national attention. Yeah, you know, um, and I remember neighborhood being. You know, our I lived on Sixth and F mm-hmm. for years, and it's literally around the corner. <laughs> it was it was my drinking hole. Yeah. It was my local, and I feel that that was the launching point for our salon and uh, mm-hmm. consortium holdings. Sure. And you know, from there, look at where they are now. They're fantastic. Yeah, and, what a uh, interest. They they have such a personality, and they've they've done it right. Right, it's a good example of what great food in San Diego can be. Right. Um, 100%. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thing is, you walk into any CH uh, property and you feel it. Mm-hmm. You feel the style, the ambiance. Yep. You feel like the food. The is, purpose. The purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and people are like, oh, they don't serve ketchup. They don't serve <laughs> ramen. Or they don't have spoons. They Where's don't serve vodka. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Please, and, yeah. But guess what? 
you remember that they don't. You do, you, <laughs> you do, know? and then you kind of appreciate that that's the place that I'm gonna get this, right? <laughs> and not gonna get this. <laughs> and you know, it's uh, it's, yeah. it's. I think it's kind of funny that yeah. uh, they have that reputation of not not it's doing true. something, but then everyone knows them. But everyone knows them. Yeah, and brilliant. It's. it's yeah, Brilliant. genius. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, yeah, having a purpose. Cowboy Star, you know you are going to get the best cuts of meat anywhere, right? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's that purpose, that clear sense of what you're going to get when you're there. I think that separates some of the good ones from you, not. You know what you know? separates Cowboy Star from a lot of places? Like we were talking earlier about your guy, mm-hmm. Rob, mm-hmm. how he's been there for um, – you know, almost the whole time you've been open. Yeah, you know. almost too high than I can count. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. at Cowboy Star, there's at least three or four people that have been there from the very beginning, not yeah. including uh, Chef Victor, Angie, and John. But Andrea has been there for a long time. Sure. Garth has been there for a long time. Oh, and right. Josh has been My there gosh. for a long time. Doug has been there for a mm-hmm. long time. It's a family. It's, it's a family, a, and yeah. they care for each other. And, you know, there's a lot to be said about, like, you know, having a team that sticks around to where they become the people who train the next right. server, the next mm-hmm. chef, the next general manager. Yeah. And they're promote that passion, promote that it's sense a culture. Of, yeah, culture. You know? Sure. And how important is it walking into a place and, you know, them knowing or you you walking in there knowing this is what I'm gonna get. Yeah. You know, people mm-hmm. always Bash on Starbucks, but I can go to Starbucks uh, for A, clean bathrooms, and I can go there knowing that (laughs) that same burnt taste is going to be the same in Dallas or Des Moines or Mm -hmm. Dubuque. Good point. Yeah. And I don't – like I said, I worked in insurance, (laughs) and the DOI used to tell us all the time, the Department of Insurance, we don't care if you treat people bad. Just treat everyone bad. It's about consistency. (laughs) So be consistent. The, the the lesson for today, everyone out there in the world of food, be consistent. I love it. I love it. Anyone? Well, I think there's going to be a lot of people that might want to um, join the group. How would they do that? So what they can do, and so for a long time, there were 10,000 members, just under 10,000. Congratulations. 9,999, 9, and I kept it artificially at that place <laughs> because I always thought, oh, my goodness, if it was 10,000, I'm going to just lose my head. And so – in the time that I didn't inc- add yeah. anybody else, uh, there is now 3,500 member requests. Holy cow. And so um, if you really want in, my name is Edwin Real. I'm on Facebook. Send me a direct message. I might see it uh, and just say, hey, look, I yeah. heard about you on uh, you know, on, on Gina's show and I want to join your group yeah. and I'll probably – Probably let you in. Probably, um, and if not, they can still snoop down the page, right? Um, no, actually, no, it's it, it, it is closed completely. Yeah. Okay, so cross your fingers, everybody. <laughs> Be nice to Edwin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I know when I do these things, I don't do them very often. Yeah, I do them for people that I care about yeah. and appreciate totally and understand. respect. Um, so every time I do something that gets me out there, I get yeah. a thousand requests. Sure, you sure, know, sure. 500 requests. Uh, when I did the UT, I uh, actually got, I think, 1,200 requests in, oh my you know, in yeah. the three weeks that it was yeah. being That's, displayed. So, so people love food. They want to talk about food. And, San Diego yeah. loves food. Yeah. You know, and I think, well, I think part of the problem is we are so transient as a city mm. that the people yeah. who love food leave and then 
new ones come in have to learn all over again right. where to go. Who to, what to, yeah. Where this group mm-hmm. is now kind of permanent. Mm-hmm. And so what yeah. ends up happening is now there's a source yeah. for knowledge. Right, and right, for, right. You know, where the good food is in San yeah. Diego. No, it's really super. And there's a ton of it out there. So I guess encourage everybody to go try some of it, all these great places. and um, give, everybody give everyone a, a chance. chance. Yeah, you know? <laughs> give everyone a chance. We're going to say that I'm going to put that on the little blog post today. <laughs> um, in the words of Edwin, give everyone a chance. <laughs> so for that, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Noon on Tuesday. We really appreciate it. Thanks to the Specialty Produce Network for having us. Um, if you're... Uh, Wanting to learn more, we're going to talk. Talking about Bastille Day and French cheeses the next couple weeks. It's going to be live from Paris. We're going to be talking about French. So thank you, everybody. Bye, Edwin. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. (laughs) 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 (laughs)